This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. These justices are acting like this is somehow something that they have the right to change. They do not have the right to change this. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. We're dealing with some mic stuff here. Oh, there we are. There we are. There's my big boy radio voice bouncing around my stinking noggin. It's the Sean Show. Again, we're doing a little mic testing here. It's been a few months since I've been in the studio, and uh, the gremlins were afoot. Uh, eight minutes after nine, the phone lines, uh, well, we'll open the phone lines in a little bit. I'm just going to run my trap for a few minutes here. And, and I, you know, I, I go on the air every day. You know, Trey, he uh, he preps for about nine hours a day, and I prep for about nine minutes. And I go on the air with, you know, just some scribbled notes. I, I go on the air with about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I go on the air with about seven, eight damn things I could possibly talk about over the next two hours. And I rarely get a, a half of them, all right? But I, I go on the air with my scribbled notes from my uh, my in-depth research the night before. And I'm looking over my list now, and this is I didn't even know about the Dave Chappelle thing until I got in here this morning. But I look at my freaking list, and it's all Roe v. Wade. Roe, people thinking the world's going to end because of Roe v. Wade. It's uh, SCOTUS, 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 SCOTUS. And y'all is crazy. Now, And I'm talking about the people that think that this is just the worst. This is the end of legal abortion in America. Oh, holy crap. What's next? Oh, next, the Republicans are going to ban interracial marriage. Have you noticed? Well, a couple of th- couple of observations. And first off, we made this observation yesterday. It's amazing how a few days ago women didn't even freaking exist. The same bunch of yahoos were, were trying to argue that uh, uh, a hairy dude, if he claims to be a woman, actually is a freaking woman and can give birth, can menstruate. That's a fun word to say, isn't it? Hey, let's say that word together. I'm going to count to three. We, let's all say the word menstruate together. One, two, three. Menstruate. Men can menstruate. They can, uh, they can have kids and all that. Just a few days ago, that was the, that was the new reality, right? That gender is just a construct. Holy crap. Now it's all about women. Women's rights. And keep your hand, keep your dirty hands out of my womb. You know, and, and what does that tell you? That tells you they're desperate and they're completely full of crap. They're desperate and they're completely full of crap. And they're not, they're not actually spending a whole lot. I mean, as far as the national, national rhetoric at the shrill pitch that it's at now, well, from the left, is that they're not spending a lot of time talking about abortion, actually, because the polls are, you look at numbers and, and where most people are in this country, uh, looking at a Fox News poll that was actually conducted by a Democrat, 44% of all Americans uh, say that abortion should always be legal. 
54% say it should never be legal. Uh, as far as Americans in general, uh, should abortion be illegal after 15 weeks? 54% believe yes. After six weeks, 50% believe yes. So people are not, it's not, it's not 1975. It's not even, or 1973. It's not even 1983 at this point. It, hell, it's not even 1993. And, and the, Thoughts and feelings towards abortion uh, as a procedure in general are are shifting. And 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 as Trey points out, there's many more options as far as birth control. So more and more people in America uh, are 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 really seeing abortion as an unnecessary and dark thing to do. Um, so uh, once again, the Democrats are showing themselves to be extraordinarily out of step or disconnected from where most people are. And these freaks, these freakazoids that you see on TV with the I had an abortion exclamation point T-shirts screaming their brains out, they're not spending a lot of time talking about abortion. No, what they're spending most of their time talking about is what's going to happen next, Right. Because this is all about, you know, conservatives or Republicans, of which I am neither, uh, wanting, uh, you know, to outlaw this. If you believe that rolling back Roe v. Wade, if that happens, somehow makes abortion illegal in America, you're a fool. You're an idiot. You're not paying it. You're not reading. You're not, you don't know what you're talking about. You're talking out of your ass. You are talking out of your ass if you believe that. And not in a fun way. Some people do it, and it's actually quite amusing. Some people can do their ABCs out of their butt, but you, not you. If you believe that uh, Roe v. Wade going away somehow magically makes abortion illegal in America, you're 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 a moron. You you are. And if you say that to me, I, by virtue of the fact that you believe that, I already know you're a moron. Okay. And I have a big neon sign above your head that says "stupid." And so that's why they're focusing on what happens next. Well, according to Eric Swalwell, who really loves Chinese food, according to Eric Swalwell, uh, well, next is an interracial marriage, you know. Freaking black people hating conservatives. Next they're going to go after interracial marriage. That's what he said. He tweeted this. They all hate Elon, but they keep tweeting. The Republicans won't stop with banning abortion. They want to ban interracial marriage, too. Uh, uh, uh. That's right, interracial marriage. They're going after that next. Is this because of the Chinese food thing, man? No. According to Gallup, 94% of Americans support interracial marriage. People don't care anymore. It's just who cares. Who? I, look, I, I tend to track conservative on most things. I'm an issue-by-issue issue person, but I tend to vote for the Republicans in most elections. All right. Guess what? This is going to shock you. But I'm in an interracial marriage. (laughs) Wait, let's do it one more time. I'm in an interracial marriage. That's why my stinking house smells like beans and ground beef all the time. That's why my house always smells like cumin. 
because I'm in an interracial marriage. And my wife throws things at me. And sometimes she speaks the Mexicanese when she gets angry with me. And I don't know what she's saying. I have no idea what she's saying. She will. She doesn't know Spanish, but every now and again, she just goes off. But she's pissed off about something. Crap starts flying at me. You know, and as her left sneaker, left Converse sneaker, dings me in the forehead. Oh, that's right. I'm in one of them interracial things. So there, Mr. Man. Who was it that said, I, now I, I, I printed the, I put the story up to talk about last night and then I, I, I kind of go through a process, a triage process where I just, you know, put together all the stories that I could talk about. And then in my final analysis of the show, I strip some stories away because I think they're stupid or they won't hold water or nobody's going to care. But who was it that, that was saying, well, it was some actress that I'd never heard of before that was tweeting, how would you white Republicans feel if your white daughter got impregnated by a black man? I don't even know who the who the hell the, the actress was, and I don't care. I don't want to say her. I don't want. I don't want to say her stinking name on the air. But that was her point. Like, what? What? What are you talking? Do you not hear yourself? What are you talking about? Well, you white Republicans, how you'd love abortion if your white daughter got impregnated by a black man? It's like I don't care, man. Is a dude? What, what's he pulling down? What's he yearning? That's all I care about. He's not a musician, is he? That's all I care about. Because those, it ain't about skin color. The words that every father who actually loves his daughter, and I got a couple of daughters, the only words you want to hear, the words, actually, the words you never want to hear, Chris, and Don Morgan would understand this statement. There's two words, there's words you never want to hear your daughter say, and it don't matter what the skin color is of the dude you're talking about, okay? I don't care if he's Hungarian. It doesn't matter what his skin color is or his ethnicity. The words you never want to hear your daughter say is, Dad, he has a job. He's a musician. You don't want to ever hear that crap. Because you know the dude's broke. But I mean, this is, this is the, where, where it's, but this is where it's gone. This is where it is. Now it's racial, right? Now it's not just about keeping, uh, you know, women down in general. Now it's about keeping black women down. Black And why do they go racial? I'll tell you why they go racial, because the majority of people who have abortions in this country are, in fact, black women by vast majorities. It's true. So, uh, ladies, when you when you you're thinking that your average Democrat puke really gives a crap about you or Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood gives a crap about you and they care about your general health needs. OK, understand the abortion industry supported by Democrats targets you in their marketing they target you in your neighborhood where where are you going to see the most abortion clinics stone oak no you see abortion clinics where in traditionally low-income areas you know it's it, it is true you can look it up look it up man google it abortion makes a crap load of money in this country and one of the, you know, it, it's, I've said it before, it's easier and cheaper to get an, get an abortion in America than it is to, like, get meds for pneumonia or the flu or what have you. It's fun, it's easy, and it's cheap. And it's marketed towards low-income women. That's what they think of you. 
That's why there's no choice, really, when it comes to abortion. They don't want the choice to be considered. You know, you can't have your kid in a waiting room in an abortion clinic if you have grown, if you have kids b- before you get there. They're not allowed. Why? They don't want you thinking about kids. Because they want you to abort. Because that's how they get paid. Uh, yeah, what else? Why do they fight so hard against sonogram bills? Because they don't want you thinking about kids. They don't want you thinking that's a kid in your belly. Because they don't get paid if you don't abort. So when you think that the Democrats who are now screaming and yelling about women's rights and, oh, we got to end the filibuster because we got to stack the court against these evil Republicans who are taking away a woman's right to choose, understand they are, if you're, if you're a black female, they are using you. You make them money. Wrap your noggin around that. 210-599-5555. Let's take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp from Markley Van Camp and Robbins celebrating 100 years of service on Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, 26 minutes after 9. I'm Sean. We got our microphone issues uh, worked out. So the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Just got to work on the headphone issue. Well, you know, that's really funny. Because, you know, I, I like, I'll like i be wearing my hats and stuff on the air now since I got back. Because I got like 40 of these freaking stocking caps that I ordered when I was on morphine in the hospital and was bored. And so I like wearing them. The only way I could make that work with the headphones was to do the earbud thing. So, uh, uh, you know, I did some pain meds and went on, went on Amazon and found me like a really nice expensive pair of earbuds, mm-hmm. which I almost destroyed, uh, just a few minutes ago. How'd that happen? Well, you know, it's not like having a traditional pair of headphones that you know are there because they're heavy. Mm-hmm. I forget I have these things in my ears. And we've, I've had to move several times because we had a mic go bad. So we've been testing the mics. And damn it, I was getting ready to walk from that microphone over here to the lead microphone. And you know what? I still had my headphones in my ears. Well, I like I was able to tell you you need to unplug your headphones in your headphones before you yanked your headphones. (laughs) But you did. You saved my these expensive ass uh, uh, earbud things for me. Otherwise, either either my ears would be screwed up or the or the headphones would be screwed up. Something would have been screwed up had I kept moving forward towards the lead mic. It's been that kind of a day. Right. It's been that kind of a day. Here's a little story from behind the scenes. Years ago, right. when uh, Liz Ruiz was working. Oh, her. God bless her. I love her. Oh, yeah. We were over in the uh, work. <sighs> we were over in the where the workstations are. Right. And and she had the set of headphones, and and the cord on this set of headphones was probably a mile and a half long. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it was just it was huge. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting there and, and we're working away and and Liz goes to get something off the photocopier, and she forgot that she had, <laughs> she had her headphones on, right, and she gets just behind me and then the cord says. You've gone far enough. <laughs> oh, nice. It snaps back. <laughs> well, I look back, and I see, there's all this commotion. I look back, and I see Liz with her, with her beautiful face and these headphones covering one eye. <laughs> and she looks at me. <laughs> That's funny, man. She glares at me with those brown eyes right. her that can you know drill a hole into your soul. Sure. And she says, why didn't you tell me my headphones were see, still on my head? Right. I, how did you Why didn't know? you tell yeah. her? 
What's wrong with you, Don? It's all my fault. You could have said, I did. You didn't hear me. Yeah, you didn't hear me. There you go. That was the day she became my work wife. Because I'm like, well, you're blaming me for stuff I had no part in. That's a wife. Yeah. yeah so that's your wife there. Yeah. I'm kidding. It was great. That's funny. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? Perfect Liz. Perfectly. <laughs> that's perfectly Liz. You know what I mean? Right. God bless you. And that beautiful, smooth voice of hers, all of a sudden, she sounded like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. <laughs> Why didn't you tell yeah, me? Exactly. I put my headphones done. I almost strangled myself because of you. Freaking Zool on Ghostbusters. <laughs> Zool. <laughs> you just called Liz Ruiz Zool. Yeah, what a lovely Liz, Don just calls you Zool. Like you're a demon. Why didn't you tell me my headphones were still on? I could have broke the cord. You know, there's only two or three guys on planet Earth who could do the Zool voice without voice modification, and I'm one of them, pal. Okay, uh, two the ones... other is Stevie Nicks, by the way. <laughs> the other is Stevie Nicks. Yeah, congratulations. Rhiannon! <laughs> 210. I hate you, Lindsay. I want to kill you. I hope you have nightmares for the rest of your life. Your guitar playing sucks. Sorry. 210599. Such a weird little show. <laughs> a weird little show we have, huh? Weird. Uh, 210-599-5555. I'm sorry. You stalk 550 KTSA FM 107.1. I'm Sean. How are you? It's 941. We'll get back to the news of the day, but it's also May the 4th. It's International Star Wars Day. Yeah, the Star Wars nerds and all the weirdo cosplay chicks are out there wearing their Star Wars costumes. May the 4th. Get it? You know, and I don't want to be unfair to Star Wars as a phenomenon, because let's take a little journey back in time. And if you're my age and you were into it at that time, you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, I, I at the time that Star Wars came out in 19... We started to hear about it in 76, but it came out in actually in 77, I think the summer of 77. And at the time, I was 10 years of age. I was living in Iowa, which kind of sucked. You know, I, I we were only there for a couple of years. And apart from the first and only time I've actually ever lived close to my relatives, you know, it was a very quick move. So I was kind of the new kid. Uh, it was a very unhappy chapter in my childhood for, for many different reasons, which I'm not going to go into right now. But Star Wars came out, and we we all went and saw it. And there's you, you will never understand seeing Star Wars. This generation, now, will ne- I, I'm sounding like an old fart because, well, I am. You'll never understand seeing Star Wars in its original version for the very first time at the theater and yes, just being completely blown out of your seat. I mean, it was just the most amazing. We'd never, God, this is so old farty. We'd never seen special effects like that, especially not in an action movie. All right. It was, it was just so freaking cool. And I, and again, I'm saying the original version of Star Wars, which now you can't even freaking see. Because George Lucas got his panties in a wad in the early 90s and had to add all that stupid digital crap. And the first Star Wars movie was also self-contained, all right? There really wasn't, apart from Darth Vader spitting off into the galaxy there, there was no 
hangover storylines. I mean, had they never made another freaking Star Wars movie, it would have been fine. It was a very simple plot line. Destroy the freaking Death Star. Use the Force. Blah, blah, blah. And it was a. Ama- it really took me out of what made me unhappy. It was a great escape for me at that age, from the unhappiness of my childhood at that point. And I was, in the full disclosure, I was a, a full Star Wars nerd. I had remember how you had to order the little figurines that came out, and originally you could only order like I don't know four of them. It was a stormtrooper. I think it was Luke. I don't remember. And you would get it in the mail. Remember that. And I collected all the Star Wars Tops trading cards. I still ha- I gave them to my daughter, but I still have the original, like, first three sets of the Star Wars cards. We used to trade them and stuff as little kids. And my old man worked uh, across the street from where the theater was. And so on Saturdays, he would go into work, and he would drop I was 10. This was the world in 1977. He would drop me off in front of the movie theater. With, you know, whatever it costs to see a movie back in those days and get like some popcorn. And I just, I don't even remember. What did you say, Chris? Three pterodactyl turds? I don't know. And so I'd go. You said a, qu- a quarter? It may have been a quarter. I don't know. My, I think my dad would give me like a $5 bill. It was a few dollars. It was like maybe three bucks. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I would go see the first showing of Star Wars by myself right. in Des Moines, Iowa. All right. And never thought about it. Why well, he picked me up and the movie was over. Uh, and I went every Saturday throughout that summer to see Star Wars. The staff knew me. I'd walk in, they'd wave, okay, and I'd sit in the front row. And you're making fun of me because I'm old, are you? No, it's him again. It's, it's a weird little kid with the black nail polish. Just let him in. Just let him in. Don't, don't, connect. don't look him in the eye. He might be the Antichrist. And and so Star Wars, when it first, even though later I was not a fan, that experience of seeing it at the movie theater in 1977 when you were actually a little kid, well, yeah, there was nothing like that. That was great. Mm-hmm. Just because we'd never seen a movie like that. Now it's, you know, nerds fart that out on a laptop every yeah. six minutes. You know what I mean? Do something like that in an hour. Right. So not trying to take away from the experience of seeing Star Wars at the movie theater for the very first time. Actually, the first time I saw it with my, I saw it with my brother, Roger, who was 10 years older than me, so he was 16, stoned off his blanks on hash. <laughs> he told me years later. Right. Stoned off his ass. And I just remember when that big ship came over in the first scene, my brother Roger just going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Like his eyes bugging out and falling back in his seat. <laughs> like it was, it was just freaking overwhelming for him. Well, he was stoned off hash. It was 1977. Yeah, that stuff was potent back then. I wasn't stoned, but he was a 16-year-old teenager. He was stoned yeah, off his, his cojones. Yeah. Off hash, he told me years later. If you were a teenager in the 1970s, chances are <laughs> you saw Star Wars high on something. Higher than a kite. Okay? It's just historical. But I remember every time they get into a space fight, I do remember this, looking over at my brother, he's like, He's like drooling. (laughs) Drools coming out of his mouth. Oh, God. But, you know. Then then they did the second one, and 
the, the Muppet movie, the the third one, and and I once they all were related, I was like, oh come on, what that? They're all Leah and Luke are brothers, and Darth's their dad. Oh, you couldn't do any freaking better than that. Was my reaction? You couldn't do any better than that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's freaking related. Yeah. It's the it's a galaxy, man. It's like really big, man. It's just a big place, you well, know. Yeah, they well, all have to be related. Nobody wanted to think of Darth Vader as a sex machine. You know, well, no. Who, who wants to think about that? And then came the stupid prequels. Master, what about the younglings? And that's when they introduced the character by the name of Jar Jar. There you go. Oh God. <laughs> I hated Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you did? Chris has renamed my cat Jarvis Jar Jar. Why did you name your cat after the Star How Wars? How dare character? you? You didn't huh? like it. Why did you name your cat I after didn't the... name my cat Jar Jar. I named him Jarvis okay. after the Marvel guy. How dare you rename my cat from afar? Well, here's the... Everyone in the city calls him Jar Jar now. It's hilarious. I rebooted his name. You did. 210-599-5555. I'm going to take a break, Mr. Man. You know, I've never, I've seen one Star Wars movie from start to finish. Was it the first one? No. Which one did you see? It was one of the more recent ones. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, they brought one back uh, Carrie Fisher and. Oh, oh, that and one Harrison sucks. Ford. Look, the force away. Oh, you, weren't you there when we went to the premiere, all of us? No. No. I went. What the hell? Is that the force that gets up from a nap, or what the hell was that? It was the one at the end where Mark Hamill's standing on the mountain. Oh, God, that movie sucked. Yeah, that was that. Was that that one. sucked. Hey, everybody in management, we only pretended to like that movie because we were being paid to go. But, man, well, that movie sucked. <laughs> I was sitting there. That, Ricardi's sitting behind me. He's never seen a Star Wars movie in his life. Mm-hmm. Jack's a little too, you know, more literate than Star Wars. And I could just hear Jack like, huh, huh, oh, God. You know, and I'm watching it as somebody's actually seen the movie. He's going, this sucks. This movie is so bad, and i got to act happy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. Take when that happens. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Give me the first beer. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. Uh, news Talk five fifty KTSA. It's Sean, and we're talking about May the fourth. Talking about Star Wars. Our first experience is seeing the first movie. Here's Mary. Mary, how you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? Another day in paradise. What are you? What are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I gotta validate you as a fellow old fart. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was nine right. when Star Wars came out. Wow! And the the experience, you know, I I gotta validate this. The experience of going, it was Cooper Theater. It was a round theater in Denver, and the line was unheard of i mean you didn't have lines like that back then. right and just to see the experience and just mind blown because you're right there was nothing like that except you know the godzilla movies or something that had bad stop motion right and it was so awesome and my kids don't get it because you know you go back and watch it as an adult. It's kind of like oh, this is kind of kind of lame, kind of a schlocky movie when you see it later on, right? It's like oh, yeah, well, it was a kids yeah, movie. It really was horrible. meant to. It really was meant to be a kids movie, you know, in, initially, yeah. which is what it is, you know. Yep, yep. Wow. I just had to validate you. <laughs> I know everybody's picking on you. So. Very cool. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> the bye. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, the first time I watched Star Wars years later, when I was a little older. I'm like, this movie sucks. 
Special effects are cool, but the acting is lame and the script is dorky. Do you have that? Yeah, I guess you haven't seen it, so you don't know. No, I, I, you know, I started watching the first one years ago. Right. I was dating this girl who really wanted to watch it. Right. And it was, and it was on, <laughs> of course, Star Wars, not it. He anyway, was trying to get some, of course. Yeah, That's exactly. the only reason he watched it. Yes, yeah, we we can watch Star Wars, no problem. <laughs> So uh, and it was on HBO, and back then you had to, it was almost you had to be there on time to watch right. on HBO, right? So she she comes over, and we're sitting there on the couch, and the movie was probably half hour forty five minutes in, and the next thing I know, she's waking me up. It's, it's over, oh. dumbass. Oh, <laughs> you slept through it. Yes. You didn't get busy. You just went to sleep. Well, you know that's how good the movie was. To Don, the night was still young. Oh my god. <laughs> It was Don later on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll still respect you. The force is with me. Yeah. All right. Uh, it sounded like Yoda the next day, but still. Mm, had you, I did. <laughs> Easily, too. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Let's take a break. My pants wear hard. My pants wear hard. You suck. <laughs> Line of the day. My pants wear hard. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. If you're just looking at this in the most Machiavellian way possible, it makes far more sense that it was a fanatical law clerk on the right who leaked a document to stop one of the conservative members of the court from moving away from Alito's position. Sean Ryman, <laughs> 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. That was Joe Scarborough and Jabba. Jabba the Hutt, who was infinitely... More intelligent than Joe, but pinched face of his. Joe, your wife tells you everything to say. Your wife told you that, didn't she, Joe? Your new wife. New Stunk 550 KTSA FM 1071. God, I'm so glad I'm not Joe Scarborough. Married to Mika. You think Amber Heard was a freaking nightmare? Could you imagine being married to Mika? That seems like the fifth ring of hell right there. That chick. Like, I know some of you think I'm being misogynist, and you know what? The, the the really magical thing about being at this particular juncture in life that I'm in is I don't care. She looks bossy as hell, doesn't she? And that chick looked bossy like she just bosses his, his pinched ass all over the place. Well, when it's actually it's on now. MSNBC is, is usually on the TV monitor that faces me all right. morning. And... Um, Whenever I look up and I'm like, why do they always look so unhappy? Because they are. You know, if, if, every now and then, <laughs> perhaps, you know, even if you just, like, uh, grin. You don't have to be an all-out yeah. broad smile. Just a little grin no, every no, now the, and then. A the, twinkle in your eye or something. Yeah, Joe, Joe and Mika are in one of those twisted, dark relationships where every day it's just a new adventure in how do I make the other person miserable. Right. Just, that's where they are. They're just make, they just, she just makes, you could just see it in his eye that he just, man, boy, did I screw up. Well, and they're looking well, it at, used to be my show. What? And they're looking at Johnny Depp and Amber Heard like amateurs. Am- <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. You think you guys got it bad. <laughs> so that was Joe Scarborough. Uh, you know, very obvious. Yeah, it obviously 
makes much more sense, Joe, much more sense that this was a conservative law clerk that wanted to keep one conservative justice from going against Roe v. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes so much more sense than uh, the left uh, uh, finding a law clerk to leak this stuff to gin up their base, uh, which is fractured at best right now because really their entire agenda sucks, their president sucks. Now, your take on things makes much more sense, right, Joe? Joe Scarborough? I guess the the part that bothers me about all of this the most, not that anybody asked. I'm asking. What do you think? Is that the information actually got out there. Yeah, you that's know? the. I mean, that's the fright. The, the thing that scares me the yes. most about all of this was that the information was actually not so much the top, the subject matter, right? Uh, but the the fact that you know, someone who was inside was able to put this out there. There's no other way. And, and and at this point, has faced no repercussions at all. Right. You know. And it, no, you're right. What's What's next? You know, as far as that's concerned. This Not is so much of what you know. People are saying, "Well, what's next now?" But what's next as far as that's concerned? Where Absolutely. Does it, where does this stop? When does something come along where you know that it, 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 it just shouldn't be out there? They have you know, to be able to deliberate. They exactly. have to be able to write these things in secrecy, in, in privacy. Let's put it that way. And, it, and not feel it's the fundamental pressure. to that their opinions and their discussions, their debates in chambers, if you will, behind the scenes, are not for public consumption because, again, then they might be affected by how the public might react exactly. to something. Exactly. That's the part. That's it, it, the... It's the part that should trouble everyone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Whether you have an R or a D at the end of your name, the fact that this got out should bother you. And if you're on the left, it doesn't. The, it, even... The the administration, Saki, yesterday on one of the first comments, she was on a freaking she was on freaking Air Force One with Peter Ducey and some reporters. Even said, "Well, the president, uh, yeah, we're, we're dealing with the, uh, the the league, sure." And then she went on 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 the president's pro-choice views and how committed he is to a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. Well, we already Th- that knew, we part, already knew that. Well, we knew that, but I mean, <laughs> that part about the leak was like, eh, bah, me, you know. Yeah. And that's the important part. And I, and I, and tell me what you think. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Sam's been on hold for forever. We'll talk to you, Esteban. But I mean, that's the part that bothers me more than anything is that this got out. There are, and I know if you're got you're screaming about your abortions and your right to an abortion and all that stuff, you don't you don't care. You absolutely don't freaking care. If about the leak itself and the ramifications of that, if you're pro-choice and somebody has told you that this is the handmaid's tale and someone has told you that this is the end of legal abortion and a woman's rights to do anything, if you're on that side of things, I already know you're a moron. And I already know, because you don't care about the ramifications. What about when it's your guy? What about when it's your topic? What about when it's your issue being debated in the Supreme Court? You're obviously, if you're cool with this leak happening here, then you obviously will have to be cool. Well, of course, that's not going to happen. How do I know that's not going to happen? A, a sort of an a, a equity. You want, I'll use one of their words, an equity towards people leaking stuff from inside the Supreme Court. The reaction's not going to be the same. We know that by virtue of how they interrogate and try to destroy conservative uh, SCOTUS nominees. 
as opposed to how they want their nominees treated. You know, David Van Camp says it all the time, and he's right. You're horrible people. I, I haven't even really gone, as far as my views on abortion specifically, I haven't even gone into those this week, cause, and this is Wednesday, and you know why? It doesn't, the story doesn't even get that far. I said that yesterday. It doesn't even get that far to my opinions on abortion per se, because the real story is the leak. The real story is the fact that this happened. That's history right now. That That is his, of a historical level, historical uh, magnitude, that this even freaking happened. That somebody inside, on the inside, however many people are, I mean, it's a lim- fairly limited amount of people who would even have access to something like this, and the fact that they got it out is the story beyond Roe v. Wade, beyond what you feel about freaking abortion. Because obviously the leaking of it is a political maneuver. And no, Joe Scarborough, it doesn't make any freaking sense that it would obviously, according to you, be a conservative operative or agent uh, on the inside. That doesn't make any freaking sense at all. Well, he had to take that approach. Though. Well, of course. You know, that was, he had no other choice. No, because his wife he, will beat him up if, uh, if you know, he will abuse him if he doesn't go that way. The other suggestion <laughs> had been well documented throughout the day. And so he had to come along and say, well, sure. you know, what, what about this? What's he going to say? Uh, right. Getting the evil eye from his, from freaking Mika. You will say, here's the evil voice again. You will say what I tell you to say, Joel. Or no more footsies. No more back rubs. That'll be the last time I'll let you cut your own hair. <laughs> he is, man. What a miserable dude. Boy, did that guy roll the dice wrong. Can you, I mean, seriously, man. It used to be, hey, Joe, remember the days when it was your show? Remember the days when people called it the morning Joe because it was all you, baby? You married a panelist. You married a panelist. You married a sidekick. You mess around on your first wife with your sidekick, with your side action. And now, Joe, she runs your life. She tells you how to dress. She tells you what to think. Your life sucks, Joe, and you're on TV. Could have had it all, man. And he went with the side action. It never, it never once occurred to you that she wanted to take over your whole freaking life. And she wanted your freaking show and everything else. And here you are, Joe putting out ridiculous, nonsensical opinions, because that's what your wife tells you to do, isn't it, Joe? Mika tells you to think all that hopeless crap, doesn't she? If you really wanted somebody to drive into work with you every day, you could have just called a cab. (laughs) You wanted a carpool. Right. I'm sure there's somebody else at MSNBC lives in your neighborhood. Mika's not just going to poop in his bed. She's going to poop on his head one day. She'll poop on his face. He'll wake up. (laughs) What did I tell you, Joe? What did I tell you what happened? (laughs) What is wrong? Amber Heard had bad aim. Amber had bad aim. I do not. You're both so sick. What in the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) I'm saying she's Darth Vader, man. I'm saying Mika is Darth Vader. (laughs) You are just. Don't sleep with your mouth open, Joe. (laughs) No.
Mika's Hell Spawn, so is Amber. Why can't, you know what? Let, let, okay, let's talk about that. 210 Because I, okay, I'm just a simple cave dweller, no, all right? I, here's what I think. Well, let me just I think that put, when you were in the hospital, your oxygen supply was severely depleted. Uh, that, <laughs> along with the morphine, okay. <laughs> Because you know what? I just don't care anymore, okay? So it's really lovely to be me right now because I just really don't freaking care. But as far as the Amber Heard, the Mika types, okay? Let me just ask a question. You know, the Megan types, all right? right. Megan Merkel, okay? Why can't you dudes see that coming? Why can't you ever see that? Some dudes just can never see that coming, man. I can smell that when they're in a different state. I can see that coming so far away. I have never... Look. And that's before they let loose. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, God. That's before they got bitter and weird and started crapping in your bed. I'm just saying... What's wrong with dudes that they don't see that coming? All right. I got to take a break. When we get back, I want your thoughts on that. 210-599-5555. Hey, this is Jamie Markley of Markley Van Camp and Robbins, celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And it's Sean. We're back. News Talk 550, KTSA. I know I'm kind of drifting off the Roe v. Wade abortion thing, but it's going to come up for some air. It's going to, it's going to be around for a little while here. And I'm gonna I'm gonna connect. Here's the connective tissue. God, I'm sick of people saying that already. Between my previous conversation and an act, and an actual news story, uh, I was talking about crazy chicks, and I'm just being honest. Okay, dudes do one of two things. Okay, dudes either completely misrepresent themselves at the beginning when they meet somebody, and they play the nice guy right, and they play it so very freaking well that the relationship becomes more uh, uh, relationshipy. Uh, maybe somebody moves in, maybe you get married, and then you find out the guy's just a real abusive jerk. You know what I mean? Some guys are able to mask that stuff really, really well. Or uh, the the dude, you know, is a jerk to begin with, and, well, I'll change him. Loving me will change him, which never happens. But when it comes to evil women, and I know, again, I'm going to sound like a total misogynist jackass, but I don't care. When it comes to evil chicks, I could always spot them a mile away. Chris could, too. You could, too, couldn't you, Glasgow? Could spot them a mile away. All of the women, and I, including my present wife, and I, this is a true thing. All of the women that I actually had long-term relationships with, that I lived with, or married, were all, frankly, decent human beings. They, they, you know, they were usually, you know, my wife. Uh, let's use my wife as a perfect example. My wife is everything I'm not, and I'm everything she's not. We're, we're kind of puzzle pieces. She is the steady hand in the storm, okay, and I'm the storm. <laughs> you know, and and it, you know, I, I, my personality. If you hook me up with a crazy chick, we're both just going to crazy, go crazy, and burn out, and it'll be really dark and weird. Somebody's going to get arrested or die. You know, that's just so. I and I always kind of were, was conscious about that fairly early on, because I was crazy fairly. fairly. When I turned eighteen, I went nuts. And I could always tell other personality types like in me, or I could always see the crazy chicks who just want to ruin your life just for something to do. 
They either want your crap, they want your stuff, or they want whatever you got going, and they want to ruin your freaking life. They want to control you. They want to control every freaking breath you exhale. Right, Chris? And I could smell, I could see them coming from a mile away, man. If this, if this Amber Heard stuff wasn't on TV, you show me a picture of that chick, I'm like, oh, she's nuts. You can tell by the look in her eye. That chick would ruin your life in about 19 minutes. In fact, I've used that line on the air for, for a few decades. Amber Heard, that chick will ruin your life in about 19 minutes. Uh, the Merkel chick, ruin your life. You can see it in her eye. And then we have Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Dude, she's the Antichrist. How could you not see that coming your way? That's what I don't get. I never got involved in long-term, in-depth relationships with, with crazy chicks because I knew, I just knew that she's going to ruin my freaking life. And if anyone's going to do that, it's going to be me, buddy. So why can't dudes see that? Will, Will, baby, you ruined your Oscar moment for her. You hit a friend on live TV for your wife who slept with a guy that even lived with you for a little while. Why can't do And I bring it up in, in regards to the Dave Chappelle show or the Dave Chappelle story. He was at the Hollywood Bowl, and he's there, I guess, with Chris Rock and some other dudes, and they're doing a show. And he gets attacked on stage by what I'm seeing was a transgender dude and i you know trey was saying that uh oh what's the guy's name that we were talking about the actor that uh, jamie uh fox was there to they all jumped on stage and took care of the guy but apparently chris rock being chris rock said was that will smith har 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 hardy har har and I got me thinking about Will Smith. Like, dude, the chick has ruined your life, man. I, I just don't, I don't, first, I don't know, and this is the great mystery of the cosmos and religion or uh, relationships, right? I don't know why dudes get involved with women like that. I don't know what the attraction is. Because I was only ever attracted to women like that for about a night. <laughs> Maybe a few hours. And then once the chicks actually start ruining their lives, why do you stay? Johnny. Amber, what the hell, man? You lost a freaking thumb, dude. I'm just, I don't know why they stay. I, I really don't. With with the crazy. No, nah, the crazy don't work with me. I, I take off. My wife's nuts, but she's she's nuts in a good way. You know, I mean, what I mean is she's nuts in a helpful, supportive way. Does that make sense? You ever, you ever see my wife yeah, on, on face puke? If like somebody insults me or says something negative about me, I don't say anything because my wife just jumps on them, you know, post, 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 just, she goes after them. Like if you mess with me, the last person you have to worry about would be me. It'd be my wife. My wife would kill you. But you know, it's just, that's, you see what I mean? That's a good kind of nut. That's a good kind of nuts. That's a good bowl of nuts right there. But the Amber Herds, the Jada Pinkett's, you know, no, that's that's bad, crazy dude. Why can't you, dude, see that coming? That's all I'm asking. Anybody have any thoughts? Two one zero five nine. Am I a misogynist jerk? Yeah. Well, go make me a sandwich. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. 
talking about the new is of the day and whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. Really, most of it's directly or indirectly, you know, revolving around this this leak at the Supreme Court level about Roe v. Wade, and we're hearing all kinds of ridiculous crap uh, about this stuff. It's the end of everything. We're in hell. They're going to start putting black. You're going to start arresting and killing black people as a result of this. Interracial marriage is going to be. Republicans are going to go after interracial marriage next. And uh, as I said yesterday and the day before, well, I guess the story broke Monday night. So as I said yesterday, I don't give a crap about Roe v. Wade. This goes back to to the states. It's if 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 your reaction to what this leak implies with the actual lingo of the of the opinion it's all about the decision as far as how to regulate abortion just goes back to the states that's it if you're saying anything else you're being stupid or shrill or what have you uh but you know i the president though is in kind of a dicey position and he always has been with this particular topic because he is a self-defined Catholic. Or as my mom used to say, Catholic. He's one of them Catholics, you know. As many of you are. I'm sort of a Catholic. I'm semi-Catholic. I'm almost Catholic. Sort of. My wife's Catholic. I'm, I'm sort of Catholic. I'm catholic E. I'm Catholic-esque, Okay. And Joe, you know, as, in fact, in the early '80s, he was uh, he was for the repeal of Roe v. Wade being over overturned. And he signed legislation to that effect when he was not a senator from Delaware because they've never had one. Uh, and now, you know, now he's just a blithering idiot. And uh, his quote from yesterday, and I, I'm going to take out the stumbles normally for entertainment value i would just read all the nonsense and the gibberish but i just i've sort of paraphrased it uh joe biden your president roe says what all basic mainstream religions have historically concluded that the existence of a human being dot 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 is a question nobody in that reporter that gaggle of reporters who were hanging out outside the plane there i think he was getting off an airplane bothered to ask the obvious follow-up question sir which one which religion well let's just kind of skate by the the statement that all basic mainstream religions say that human life is a question as far as when it begins that's what he's saying let's just say that he's full of crap on that one initially so the follow-up question is well which which one of those religions sir which one hinduism buddhism christianity judaism Islam, Taoism, I mean, that's pretty much it. Look, no, sorry, Satanism isn't a real religion. Sorry, it's just not. The people with the spaghetti on their heads as well, that's not a real religion. Of the classic global religions, there's only a handful. Classic global religions that have, uh, that have, uh, uh, affected human beings and that human beings have engaged in there's only there's not re- really not many as far as large organized religions or uh, basic mainstream religions as joe biden describes them okay you got christianity you got judaism you got islam you got hinduism buddhism taoism which is sort of a religion mostly a religion 
It's religious y. <laughs> you know, and, and that's it's pretty much it, really. Now, within each, you know, within each religion, you have different denominations. You have fundamentalists, you know, you have uh, fundamentalists and progressives in every single stinking religion on planet Earth. And I can't, but I've, I've, I've actually read the books of all five of those religions I just listed: Hinduism, Judaism, Christianity, Buddhism, uh, Islam. I, I've read all their books: Dhammapada, Gita, Upanishads, The Way of Life. Right now, I'm rereading the Gospels. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Book of John right now, which is beautiful poetry. Not a single one of them claims that human life, as far as when it begins, is a mystery or is undetermined. It's not. A, there's not a single one that does that claim makes that claim. It just doesn't exist. Even Taoism, you know, doesn't <laughs> doesn't posit that idea that when human life begins is a is some kind of. So again, I don't know what happened with Joe yesterday. I don't know if he was just you know doddering old Joe and he's stumbling over his words. Trey picked up on this, and I did too. The whole "not a joke, not a joke, not a joke." That's obviously like uh, some kind of verbal crutch for him. You know what I mean? I'm gonna start using that that one on my wife. You know, start using that one around the house. Oh, baby, I'm gonna do the dishes. Not a joke. Baby, I'm gonna do the dishes. Not a joke. Not a joke. Baby, I'm gonna hang up my towel this time. Not a joke. Not gonna leave my underwear on the floor. Look, pal. Not a joke. See how that get far that gets me. You mean how far she'll knock you? Pretty much. How far she'll kick me. <laughs> she kicks me that way. She doesn't leave any bruising on my face because that's the money maker. <laughs> so <laughs> I say that crap to her when she gets really pissed off about something. Baby, not the money maker. Not the face, baby. Baby, please, not the face. Like anybody gives a crap what I look like, you know what I mean? Like it means something. Not a joke. I really do that. So I, I don't know if this was something he actually believes or if it's just just Joe just just linguistically stumbling, you know, and falling all over himself. I don't know. I think it's what happens when you have a president who doesn't care if you know he's lying. <laughs> I wonder if that's it. Or behind the scenes. Sure, I'm full of crap. What the hell do I care? I'm the president now. I'm not a damn senator. I can say whatever the hell I want to say. I'm Joe Biden. President, I don't know, maybe. I don't think he knows what's going on ever. I don't think he knows. I think he's in decline. I think he. I think he's really. And I think he's a lot worse than they expected him, that, that he thought they, that they thought he was going to be. And so they're, they've gone to plan B and plan C and plan D. And I think this leak thing is one of their backup plans to get us to shut up and not think about, you know, all the bad crap that's happening in America because of Joe Biden and the, and the Democrats. I mean, it's painfully At this point, they're so stinking obvious about it. You know what I mean? Well, of course it's a political move. Of course it is. I just think maybe they underestimate how many people realize that. You know what I mean? And, and to listen to all these weirdos going off on a woman's right. This is an assault on women. Suddenly they give a crap about women. Suddenly, you know, suddenly y'all are giving a crap. And suddenly you're actually saying the word woman. 
Does this not restrain the? Does is this not you know prohibiting abortions for trans women as well? You know, dudes who dress like women. You know, that's your whole thing, right? Men can menstruate. Yeesh. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. This is CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. Rock on. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Check out all the 100-year anniversary stuff on the website, KTSA.com. Do you want to hear something weird? And then we'll talk to Sam. Sometimes I wonder, like, you think some... Well, I mean, you, know, like you think like maybe some future anniversary when I'm a really old fart, they'll be interviewing me about my time at KTSA. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if I can keep it keep it going that long. You know what I mean? What do you mean when you're an old fart? Well, when I'm a really old fart. And what do you I'm merely mean? an old fart now, Chris, but someday I'll be a really old fart. And what do you mean starting this segment with the phrase, do you want to hear something weird? Like, what have you been doing for the last two hours? That's what uh, I was saying. You want to hear yeah. something else? Yeah. Something, something else. Everything's weird on this show today. I loved working there, but the chairs made my ass hurt. Well, I was going to... That part is true. (laughs) Well, because I've only been back a few days, right? And, you know, the chairs kind of... I do have... I'm kind of having a slight issue with my... You know, because everything's been rearranged down there. Posterior. I I may have to go back to the sweatpants, too, because I've been wearing jeans and boots. Right. But I got... Just so I can share with you people for a moment, I got four scars on my midsection. From four different procedures, one of them's right there at the belt line. Mm-hmm. So whenever I stand up, it's like, ow, owie, owie, owie. Ooh, there's hair down there. It's a little tender. Down there. Uh, it's a little tender. A little tender. Yeah, my ass hurt when I, there I'd be on the air with Trey, and my ass would start hurting. Um, <laughs> what was your time like at KTSA, Sean? Here's Sam. Now, do you want? Hey, Sam, you only got you got through really quickly, didn't you? Just a few minutes there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good good morning. Happy anniversary, Sean O'Rama. I mean, uh, Jughead. Thank uh, you. Hey, not not joking, not joking, not joking. Hey, happy anniversary. You know, it wasn't the Congress that hit you. I don't you have an anniversary, day. but that's okay. Wait, wait. It was the chancla that hit you. Okay. It was the chancla. You're okay. in San Antonio, Texas now. It's a chancla. A chancla. Okay. Yeah. And and you know the reason all the all the libs are super super pissed. I mean scared is because you know what all these things that they know in the back of their mind, and they know for sure that it is wrong, not only in our eyes but in the eyes of God of everything. These things that they've pushed through, and they know that oh my gosh, oh my goodness, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do away with all the bad stuff. You know, to them it's not bad. You know, but you know right. all, the, all the things that they passed. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, you know, an abortion. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, and, oh, guys can't get married to guys. Girls can't get married to girls. All those things that they know in the back of their mind is wrong. They know that. Guess what? It it might or may not. But you know what? Hey, it's in God's hands. We'll we'll take it from that, there. That, and Jar Jar. All right, you know, I got go. uh, That's what I. Jar Jar. Stop it. That's kind of where I am. Thy will be done. Right. I don't even like talking in that King, King James stuff. Your will, whatever you want, man. God, it's up to you. That's kind of how I look at a lot of stuff right now. That's how I look at it. Sean, what was your time like 
at KTSA. I had this guy named Sam, and he would call me every day and bring up my freaking sandals. I don't know why. He was always correcting me and calling them chocolates. I I would say I, I, I haven't had a chiclet since I started smoking cigarettes. Sean, you're kind of rambling. What is your t- what was your time on KTSA really like? Really, the chairs made my ass hurt. Wouldn't it be funny? Like someday, just like a long time ago, or time from you know in a galaxy far, far away, they interview me about my. A long time from now, I used to annoy my coworkers by not bathing, so I'd come in. And I'd stink like a pig, and Trey would try to smile through the whole damn thing. <laughs> but I really reeked back in those days. I did. I didn't care. Anyway, uh, it's May the Fourth be with you. Somebody. <laughs> My pants. Where are they? That's great. So enjoy your day, all you cosplay weirdos and stupid Star Wars nerds. Hope you have a great freaking day. Star Trek rules. Live long and freaking prosper. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our our executive executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah.